welcome back everybody to another episode of Within Zionism. Here with your host Ozzy Fine. Unfortunately, Moshe cannot be with us today due to technical difficulties. So I will be recording on my own today, and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. This will be a little less casual because I don't have a co-host with me talking. So I'm gonna be talking to myself. So yeah, let's do this. Okay. So today we're gonna be. I'm gonna be talking about Gaza. So this is a very heated topic and honestly I wish Moshe could be here to talk about it with me because there's a lot with it. We are going to be doing another episode on it in the future but for now I'm going to go over three main parts. I'm going to be going over what is Gaza so I'm going to be explaining a little bit of the background to it, what goes on there in general. Uh, So in addition to the background you know what goes on just on a regular basis what goes on there and then Lastly, I'm going to be going over what's been happening lately. So lately things have things have been more heated between Gaza and Israel, so I'm going to I'm going to explain about that. Hey guys, sorry I can't be there for this week's episode. Really wish I could. It's a really interesting one. So I hope you have a lot of fun listening to it. As Ozzy said, I'm having a bit of technical difficulties with my Wi-Fi, but don't worry, by next week I should be back. We just wanted to say, both for me and Ozzy, give a huge thank you to our sponsor for this week. Uh, I want to say thank you to Nana and Papa and their amazing children and Sarah and Ima. No, I'm just joking. They're my grandparents from my mother's side. And they uh, gave us sponsor enough to, f- to fund all of our equipment that we need. And it, we have to say thank you so, so much for that. Because we have been using some-ish equipment for a while now, but now we're going to have some actual equipment just as we're moving out. So you can expect this podcast to go 10 times better from here on. Okay, so let's get into it. So the Gaza Strip, also known as Gaza, is a mostly self-governing Palestinian territory on the eastern coast of the Mediterranean Sea that borders Egypt on the southwest for about 11 kilometers and which is 6.8 miles, and Israel on the east and north along 51 kilometers, that's the border with Israel, which is 32 miles. Before it was under Palestinian control, it contained about 29 Israeli settlements, including the famous Gush Katif. So again, we're going to be talking about the history of all this in a future episode, so make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. Okay, so now let's get into what goes on there in general. Again, this is a very heated topic. There's a lot of different sides and opinions to what I'm going to share. So if you disagree with anything I'm going to say, feel free to reach out to us through our social media or our website, wzionism.com. That's W-Z-I-O-N-I-S-M.com. And we'd be happy to talk about anything you want to say. And we'd be happy to learn more. So now what goes on there in general? So Hamas is an elected terrorist organization in Gaza, meaning they did not form themselves. They were actually elected by the Palestinians in Gaza. Now, again, this part now, I'm just going to explain what goes on there in general. So in general, and this is not like a 24-7 thing. This is just, you know, here and there. Um, They send rockets into Israel with no aim, meaning they do not actually aim. They don't have the... You know, they don't have the technology to aim exactly where they're going to hit. So they just put the rocket in the machine, press the button, and send it. And they hope that it, that they hit something useful. Usually they don't. Usually they hit open areas, thank God. And 
Thank God Israel has an Iron Dome, which knocks down, um, I don't know the percentages, but it knocks down most of the rockets from Gaza. So in addition to that, they keep refugees there hostage, and they send rockets from schools and hospitals and public places, you know, parks and things like that, so that when the IDF tracks where they're shot from, the IDF wouldn't shoot back unless the school or hospital or wherever it was shot from is cleared of refugees or civilians. The IDF never has and never will retaliate with no warning. In addition to that, the IDF would never start an act of war. Any fire or troops that Israel sends into Gaza is retaliation from something that Hamas did. In short, an IDF retaliation looks like this. So this is just, you know, a four-step process that we put together uh, to make it easy to explain. Step one, we have dropping flyers in warning. The IDF literally sends in papers as warnings and saying, you guys shot us, you attacked us, we're gonna send something back. Clear your area, clear where you shot from because we're going to retaliate. Step two is calling up the residents. The IDF literally calls up the residents in the area where they're going to attack and they tell them to clear away. Now step three, they send a warning non-explosive shell dropped to make noise. Now this does not explode, this does not harm anybody, this is a warning shot. This is the third warning, third strike to get out of the area, clear the, clear the path, we're going to retaliate. Step four is bombing. The Israeli army, the IDF, is very careful when they bomb anywhere. Yes, sometimes the IDF does hit civilians, and it's horrible. Anytime anybody gets hurt from whatever side it is, whether it's an enemy or not, it's just not good. But when a terrorist organization is attacking one country, I think the country that's being attacked has every right to retaliate. So that's what goes on in general between Israel and Gaza. Now, lately, it's been heated even more, more than usual. Now, every few years, every, every now and then, it gets heated more. And, you know, there's always little battles or whatever you want to call it, operations between the two places. Gaza and Israel. Um, so lately, things got heated again. So since Thursday last week, the Gaza balloon units have returned to launching terror balloons nonstop. So I did a little bit of research and I couldn't find exactly and I don't want to say the wrong facts. So make, I'm making it clear now that I don't know this 100%, but I'm pretty sure the Gaza balloon units are not actually part of Hamas. So if you know if I'm right or wrong here, let me know and we'll update it next episode that we do on Gaza. As of now, the IDF has attacked multiple times since then, but nothing major. The IDF is telling the balloon units that if they don't stop soon, the IDF will retaliate and not hold back. I've seen multiple warnings on WhatsApp groups that I'm on and a bunch of different social media platforms where... I see updates on the IDF and they are, they, they just keep posting warnings like if they don't stop, we're going to, we're going to shoot back and it's going to be big. And they keep sending balloons in thousands of dunam in Israel has been burnt to ashes and it, it's just not a good situation and they need to stop and they do not have any right to be doing this. So we'll see where that goes. Now, I did prepare a question for Moshe, but he's not here in the end. What do you think Israel's response should be? I personally have not put so much time or thought into that answer, but that's it's very 
like I keep saying, it's very heated and it's it's complicated. There's no right response for something like this. It's a very hard situation. You can reach out to us on our social media and our website and I would love to hear answers what you guys think Israel's response should be in a situation like this. So whatever side you're on and whatever you believe in, I would love to hear your answer. Okay, so I'm going to keep this episode short because I'm recording alone and again, it's less of a casual conversation because it's just me. We're going to talk about the history of Gaza in a future episode. Hopefully Moshe will be able to join me at that point. We'll try to drag on a little bit more about what I said in this episode and explain more detail and hopefully have more facts. That's a wrap for another amazing episode of Within Zionism. Thank you for being with us. You can find all of our sources on our website at the learn more button. If it's not working, come back in a few days. We're working on it. We just got a new domain, so we're working on the website and we're adding things in. We're making updates, so go check that out and let us know what you think. And once again, you can find us almost anywhere you listen to podcasts and even on our new website, wzionism.com. That's W-Z-I-O-N-I-S-M.com. Please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a comment, a review, a share. Don't hold back on any of that. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay safe, everybody, and have a great day.